Welcome to Soul Awareness with Constance Mesmer. Thank you so much for tuning in. Today we're going to talk about the sacral chakra. It is located about two inches below your belly button, below your navel. And you might be able to feel it uh, when you pass your hands, the palm facing towards your body, parallel with your body, about two inches or maybe even five inches above your body, you might be able to feel it. It's definitely easy to easier to sense on other people. It extends from the front and the back of the body. Don't forget the chakras begin around an inch and a half in diameter from the body and then spiral out like a funnel. A lot happens in the sacral chakra, so I'm really excited to share all that I know. I hope you get a lot from today's session. The color within the light spectrum is orange, and the note is A. Oh my God. Okay. So that was me holding the A note as best I could. And I was like, oh, that sounds awful. And it didn't record well. And I was like, oh God, I have to delete that. And I was like, no, leave it. And it's so funny. I hope you're laughing with me. Oh my God. Listen, just go online or go to your friend that's the musician or strike the chord or whatever and do the A note and harmonize with the A note. It's hilarious. Yeah. Okay, now I'm going to get serious. I'm seriously going to be serious. The healing crystals or stones that you can use with this sacral chakra are aquamarine, fire agate, carnelian, or moss agate, to name a few. There are two hand mudras that I use for the sacral mudra. One is apana mudra. It is with your middle finger and your ring finger tucked to touch the tip, the tips to the thumb with the other, uh, the pointer finger and the pinky extended. This aids digestion and really works the sacral chakra again, which is the area two inches below the navel. You can also use Surya Mudra, which is when you take your ring finger, fold it down over the palm of your hand, the other three fingers are extended up and your thumb crosses over the ring finger. I will post photos of these on my Instagram and my Facebook page so that you might see it visually. This one is fabulous. It creates fiery energy and is really good if you're trying um, weight loss, focusing energy or have belly issues, tummy issues, stomach issues. These are both fabulous. The um, yoga posture is frog pose. And I'm going to post two variations on my uh, same on the social media, the Instagram and the Facebook page so that you could see my daughter is the lovely model. Those are my hands with the hand mudras. My social media of Instagram and Facebook are actually under my name, Constance Mesmer. There is a link in the write-up to this particular podcast. You can also go through my website, constancemesmer.com, to find links on there. Otherwise, it's C-O-N-S-T-A-N-C-E-M-E-S-S-M-E. 
E R Constance Mesmer. <laughs> or my friend Peter would say constantly mesmerizing. <laughs> He's so funny. As I mentioned, the chakras are energy centers in the body. We have several of them because we are vibrational beings. We are made up of energy and we're primarily vibration, which is so cool when you think about it. Um, the chakras are energy centers that sit over organs and also are repositories of soul information. When I do healing work, I find a lot of uh, significant information at the sacral chakra. And I want to tell you about it. Traditionally, the aspects that are tied with the sacral chakra have to do with your sexuality, your relationships, your creativity, and any new beginnings. I also found that it is a storehouse of sacred contracts within relationships. On a mental, emotional, and spiritual level then, just to uh, recap, it has to do with uh, sensitivity and therefore um, your gut instinct, which can be clairsensation, right? <laughs> Might kick up here. Yeah. It also is an area that has to do with sex or physical interaction with other people, whether it's affection or touch or love or blame or guilt, all of those things. Again, this is a creative storehouse that can be here. I have to tell you a little sidebar story. I got my uh, aura photograph done once and I was like, oh, this, <laughs> this is so, I'm so bad. Oh, it's going to be all upper chakra stuff. Watch this. It'll probably be glowing, you know, gold. It was so not glowing gold. It was a lot of orange. And I was like, what? all second sacral chakra. I'm like, what, what? And the woman that read it, this was ages ago, really, when I was well before I was into this work, I was just doing those going to those psychic fairs as a participant. She said, Oh, yeah, this is creativity, you must be really creative, like really artsy, you're an artist or whatever. And I'm like, No, I'm not. I am far from an artist. I like work on stick figures. And then I realized over the years, I'm like, you know what, though, Con, you're really creative ideas, like wicked creative ideas. And I tackle problems with my creativity, you know, plus I, you know, tried to go down the road of being a writer and this podcast is very creative. So I guess I do permeate a lot of creative, uh, aspects about me, but really what it had to do with was, you know, it was a, a highlighted sacral chakra and I can't not even remember what was going on in my life. And I wonder if my aura photo would be different now. Anyway, that's that. The sacral chakra also registered new registers new beginnings, whether you're heading into them or how you're feeling about them, which I think is cool because it's kind of like butterflies in your stomach. Yeah, right. It also speaks to us of vitality and commitment, ethics and honor in all interactions and relationships, whether they're business or, you know, sexual or spiritual or just friendships or whatnot. Money issues can also be held here, especially they show up in the lower back as lower back pain. Um, and it also 
this chakra, the sacral chakra, I, when I do the work, I link it a lot of times with the karmic chakra, but we're going to, I'm going to explain that more once we get to the karmic chakra, which is way above the crown. So we have a while to go, first of all. Um, like I told you, this is the storehouse of sacred contracts within relationships. I find often a lot in here, uh, any other past karmic ties, which is why it's linked to the karmic chakra. Um, and well, I'll tell you more stories after I explain what else. Um, it also, uh, can be affected by your relationship to yourself, right? This sacral chakra. It is considered the woman's second heart because she can uh, carry a child. So it is considered the woman's second heart. And often when I do healing work, especially to women that have gone through pregnancies, whether they've gone full term or whatnot, or C-sections or whatnot, or births, live births, and everything's all good, um, new moms, whatnot, I often work with one hand on this sacral chakra and one hand on the heart chakra. It's a lovely healing bouncing between the two. And, um, also too, on a physical front, this covers the sexual organs that are beneath this area of the body or within this area of the body, I should say. It also works the hormones and, um, the intestines, the small intestines, the lower vertebrae on the body. The pelvis is actually also covered here a lot, also a little bit with the, root chakra because it's at the base of the spine and hits the pelvis area too. Um, but the sacral chakra also covers the appendix, the bladder, gut health, um, your hips, your, uh, which is your pelvis, um, also physical and emotional sense of psychic feeling. Again, uh, clear sentiment, uh, yeah. And clear sensation, both of those. Because these are the organs and areas that are touched by the sacral chakra, they're, when there ever is an imbalance in the chakra, sometimes the organs and glands and areas beneath can be affected as well. So you might find urinary problems and bowel problems, or if you have these, definitely work on the sacral chakra. Put your hands on front and back of your sacral chakra, just beneath the belly button. Yeah. Um, clearly, if there's pelvic or lower back pain, this is an area that I would definitely work. Uh, or you might want to work on if those are expressed in your body physical sciatica can also be uh, affected by a, an imbalance in the sacral chakra, reproductive and sexual disorders, any gut imbalances. And also sometimes I find um, that this is an area that needs to be worked when someone has been quote unquote diagnosed with bipolar disorder. Um, and then definitely if uh, women have had C-sections, oftentimes, <laughs> golly, oftentimes the energy here is just completely cut or anyone that's had abdominal or stomach, lower stomach surger surgeries or any kind of surgery in this area of the body. And I should mention that anytime there's a surgery, the energy has been cut. And so 
you can often feel that as an energy healer or a vibrational being, which you are, you can often feel that in people's energy fields, that there's like a slice of the uh, otherwise coherent energy. So any one of you that have had uh, any kind of surgery in this area, this is also a great spot to put your hands on the sacral chakra. And so those are the, um, you know, a bit of the physical, mental, emotional, spiritual uh, areas that are covered by the sacral and some imbalances that might be happening in that area as well. Money issues can also be picked up at the low back, which is the back of the sacral chakra. And um, it's especially interesting when I do healing work and I find people have low back pain and I do uh, psychic work as well as the energy work. And I find money issues there. And sometimes it's because they've actually started a new business venture or have a new beginning going on in their life. Um, so just things to think about all the, uh, you know, sayings that we have about, um, workhorse or, oh, the job broke my back or, you know, just these things we should never say because, <laughs> you know, thoughts are things, thoughts are things. Again, the sacral chakra has a little bit of overlap and in common with the root chakra. Both the root chakra and the sacral chakra have to do with sexuality. And so this might be a place to explore and consider any um, beliefs or, I hate to say it, traumas or troubles or um, areas that are just sticky for you in regards to um sexuality, this, these are the areas that you'd want to focus attention, your sacral chakra and your root chakra, imagining um, energy going there to heal and also having conversation with these chakras, which we'll get into when we do the guided meditation for the sacral chakra. But I just wanted you to know that um, both of them have to do with uh, sexual energy or improving or mastering your sexual or awakening your sexual energy. These are the chakras that you'd focus on. Because this chakra also has to do with relationship issues, it can speak to us of codependency or dependency or in with really relationships, but it can also speak to our relationship with ourself and how we are in that. It is a center for feeling. And one of the best gifts that we can give ourselves is being in touch with our feelings, right? Um, spiritually, mentally, emotionally, psychically, and physically, um, our feelings. And so this is an energy center, the sacral chakra that you would want to put both hands on and kind of tune into if you are feeling out of touch with yourself. Also, I find it fascinating in um, Chinese medicine, the intestines, the small intestines are about uh, separating the pure from the impure, knowing what to let go of and what to hold on to. And, you know, this is about digestion too. This area of the body is about digestion. What's, what is you, what do you need to be finished with in your life? And how are you digesting life? Not just food and drink, but life. How are you digesting your life or uh, theories or your world around you or your concepts of um, behavior and humankind and 
your relationship with the world, um, as well as yourself and intimate others or family members or whatnot. All of this can be kind of uncovered in the sacral chakra. It's a beautiful space with a lot going on. So in regards to relationship and yourself, feelings of guilt, shame, and unworthiness all have to go. So if while we do the meditation or even in your own conscious awareness, if these feelings are swirling around in your energy field, you would be of, um, it, it would be beneficial for you to work on releasing these feelings, guilt, shame, unworthiness, things, things along those lines. Um, because what you bring into your relationship with others is what you are actually emanating on a vibrational frequency as a need, whether you're consciously aware of it or unconsciously aware of it. So like Socrates said, it's really important to know thyself. It's really one of the greatest gifts I've found in my work that people could give themselves because in doing so, you pay attention to your thoughts and your attitude and then your experiences and how they correlate to both of those. You can see what is manifesting in your world because of your vibration and in relationship to yourself and in relationship to others, particularly what you have stored in the sacral chakra. So we have to really um, devote a process of self-care really truly in self-knowing. Yeah, it doesn't matter how many listen, I'm a big fan of like baths and saunas and, you know, walking time and all that. But I also use those times as an opportunity to check in on my emotional health because your emotional state supplies us feedback in the loop of our vibrational frequency and who we attract in our life for whatever lessons. So <laughs> I hope you're following me. This is really lovely information here. So it's important to do what brings you joy. And, and to honor your deepest knowing and to watch the track of your emotions and how you are in each setting. Uh, and this, you really deserve your own attention. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, this is paying attention with awareness and paying attention to your attitude in life. Because when you um, pay attention like this, you can kind of recognize your habits uh, in relationships and in relation to yourself, and you recognize your habits, not only in your thoughts, but in your deeds, like not only what you're doing, but your habitual thoughts that are on replay. So as you might be guessing, the sacral chakra, remember I said it talks about uh, to us about sacred contracts. So it will draw to you who you're meant to work through stuff in this life, but also too, at any point you can kind of up the contract and up re-up the negotiation as you work on your own expansion and work to your own happy and healthy and healed place. So just noticing and paying attention. But as you can guess, like I was going to say this, because I had mentioned paying attention to your habits in thought and indeed this chakra, this sacral chakra is also linked to the brow chakra, which is our mind. And so, you know, not only how do we feel, you know, like that gut feeling, my, my version of gut feeling, <laughs> not, not clear cognizance or clear sensation, but 
your sacred knowing within your sacred contract, within your sacred self of your soul awareness and your soul experience. How does that link to your thoughts? You know, when you feel something is often a relationship, do you berate yourself about it or do you do something about it? Do you, um, you know, change your kind of the process of the relationship or open up to conversation? So the sacral chakra might be a place where I find uh, situations beginning within someone's energy field or if there's out of balance, but it might direct me to other chakra centers where things are kind of thwarted, whether the throat chakra for speaking their truth or the brow chakra for where's their mindset at. But um, I just wanted you to know this going into the sacral chakra as we continue on our work ahead um, because it's important. So thanks. <laughs> for listening to that me going on and on some people find that this sacral chakra also has to do with desire i do think it has to do with sexual desire and maybe desire in regards to creativity and new beginnings but to me it's not really the chakra that i would work with when i wanted to manifest my desires into the world other than relationship and creativity and new beginnings, but true desire and paired with manifestation comes from upper chakras, uh, solar plexus in particular in my experience firsthand. So, but, but I could see where some people might say that this is also a seat of desire. Again, I think it more so I find in my work and in my experience that it more so has to do with sensual, sexual desire, as well as, um, desire for new beginnings. So if you're thinking, you know, my life is not going as well as I want it to, and I really want to create something new, have a new birth, if you will, this would be the chakra that you'd put, you'd sit or lie or walk and put your hands on just uh, two inches or so beneath the belly button. Um, and really kind of ruminate and ponder like, okay, what is the best possible life that I want to create here? And what is the new beginning that I want to make happen? And really work with that, projecting that out in the energy field uh, before you step into it. But I do most certainly think that you can work within the sacral chakra energy to decide or kind of uncover what your desires are. <laughs> for new beginnings or um, relationship and stuff like that. But when we get to some upper chakras, I'm going to tell you my tricks for uh, manifesting because I'm really good at it in my life. But this is definitely a place, sacral chakra. Um, you can tune in there. Do you know one time I remember I had this, uh, did I tell you this story? When I was working with someone and they were like, oh, this is my job. I blah, blah, blah. This is what I do. And I was looking at their energy field and they were exuding it. But it, if I really were to pinpoint which chakra it was coming from, it was coming from the sacral chakra that they were a drummer. And I was like, you know what? I think you're supposed to be a drummer. I just see you drumming. And when I do reads, listen, this is jumping ahead to me teaching you about when I do reads, because I'm going to get into that too on down the line. We have so many <laughs> We have so far to go together. I'm so glad you're hanging out with me. Um, but when I do reads, I'll often like go into the chakras and be like, okay, this is here. This is here. This is here. This is unfinished. This needs to be addressed. Why aren't you doing this? This is a talent. So again, the chakras are where they're, you know, real repositories of information that you can find. Now, some of it is the disgruntled 
energy that's still there from hiccups or troubles that are misfiring, whether you've come in with it from other incarnations or it's part of your astrology that this was where you were kind of limping into through life in this area. But these are registered in your chakras, you know, you really brought forth in chakras. And so you might have um, experiences in your own life where you have troubles and you don't address them and they're just kind of stored, you know, like, oh, oh, I'm just going to shove that in the closet and deal with that on another day. And hello, that's what you're doing, really. It's like clean out the closets of your chakras. Um, but it can also be where your power is. Holy moly that you store from other incarnations or even in this life, you know, you're really strong and strong and grounded in it. I remember this beautiful, beautiful young man. God, if I could remember his name, I guess I'm not supposed to remember it. Um, he came, his whole family came to me to learn Reiki. And when our group was scanning him, all of his chakras were all in alignment. They were strong, blowing perfectly, turning, you know, spinning vortices of light in the, uh, clockwise direction, everything. It was just, it was just like they were blowing out power vibrationally. It was really cool. And I was just so impressed with him. I was like, wow, you know, what do you do to manage your energy so well? And he's like, oh, I don't know. I just do some Tai Chi and some Qigong. And, you know, so he was already working his energy mastery in the ways that he knew. So, um, I just want you to remember because thoughts are things that when you're working with these chakras as we go through them, not only in the meditations that we do, but as I'm speaking to you, you can imagine and picture and put your hands, especially now on your sacral chakra and bring energy to it with intention because uh, that's what it's all about. So again, the sacral chakra has to do with sexuality, relationship, creativity, and new beginnings. And the question as we go into our guided meditation, visualization, if you will, is what needs to change? Does anything need to change in these areas of your life What or what needs to be realized so that you might bring balance or happiness or joy in this area of your life having to do with sexuality, relationship, creativity, and new beginnings? Thank you so much for tuning in. You've been listening to Soul Awareness with Constance Mesmer. Legally speaking, this podcast is presented solely for educational and entertainment purposes. It is not intended as a substitute for medical diagnosis, treatment, or the advice of a physician, psychotherapist, or other qualified professional. You should not use this information to diagnose or treat a health problem or condition. Always check with your doctor. Thank you.